That's the nature of your emergency. Welcome to Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And for today's episode, I want to talk about what it's like to be the spouse of somebody who is a first responder, being alone for a majority of the time, and in particular, being alone during the holidays. Today is Easter Sunday, and like many holidays in the past, present, and future, I'm spending it alone because Clint has to work. For anybody who's familiar with the schedules of first responders, elements of life such as holidays, birthdays, damn, even funerals, don't really run on a schedule. There's been many holidays in the past where I've even cooked duplicate holiday dinners just to make sure that I spent time with my immediate family. And when Clint was working, that I made sure that we had a separate holiday on a different day to where we can spend it together and still celebrate it as family, a little family of two with five Pomeranians. It's not always been easy, and it's definitely required a lot of readapting in both of our lives, because as I sit here alone, I just received a text message from my husband, really almost pleading to the fact of how bad it sucks that it's such a beautiful day outside, and he's working while I'm at home. We joked about how fun it would have been to hide eggs around the house with maybe some dog treats in them just to see how the dogs would have responded to it. Yes, for anybody out there who has children, as most of you probably do, for people that don't, we try to get creative so that we can still embark on a lot of the childhood activities that we remember having when we were kids. And through the years after being married for 11 years, it's definitely gotten easier. And what's made it easier has really been my ability to shift my focus and to focus on things that I have to get done so that I don't wallow in the solitude. Sure, I could have just sat back all day and been sad at the fact that he's not here. Instead of doing that, I woke up very early this morning so that I can spend about 30 minutes with him drinking coffee together before he had to get ready to leave. We've been texting a little bit more than we usually do today, as we typically do when it's a holiday. And that's our time of just having some space to share with one another when we can't be together. The hardest part for me as the wife of a police officer, is not spending the time alone, and it's not necessarily having to spend some holidays without my husband. But it's really the reminders of it. 
And what I mean by that is the text messages that I received asking about what we're doing today, asking if my husband's working, and reminding me of the fact that he is and that he's not here with me. I've had to readjust my shift in focus a couple of times this morning based on the fact that I was reminded compoundingly about the fact that we don't live a life that's typical to most families. As you sit there, if you are the spouse of a first responder or active military member or even a high-level professional who has to spend a great deal of time outside of the home whose schedule doesn't follow the typical 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm sitting upstairs. We have 10 full neighbors. And I was watching one of my neighbors hiding Easter eggs for what I'm assuming is his grandchildren. I sat and probably awkwardly stared as I watched to see the different placement of where he put his eggs. And I don't live close. It's probably, I don't know, a good almost half a mile or so. But I can see him out there running from one area of the yard to the other with a colorful basket in his hand. And it strikes up memories for me of when I was young and the tendencies and traditions of how things were when I was growing up and how different it is for me now that I'm an adult. We think it's normal. Some families wake up on Easter, go to church. Some parents will make up an Easter basket for their kids. Some creative parents will do little scavenger hunts to try to get their kids to even find the Easter basket. Maybe you're like me, and we're used to having a huge family dinner without any way to get out of it every single Easter, and for me, every single holiday. When you're conditioned that way, you have a tendency to think that when you become an adult and you become married and you have a family of your own, that you're going to carry on those traditions. But being the lifestyle that we've chosen and the passion and purpose that I know my husband has for his line of work, it doesn't always make it necessarily feasible and possible for us to carry on those same traditions that we were used to having when we were kids. And that's okay. That's okay because we make it okay And I don't feel like there's any reason to have to constitute that reasoning to somebody when they ask me about being at home by myself on a holiday. And typically in a day like today, I would go and visit my family. But as my brothers have gotten older, it's just not something that we all do consistently. I typically host Thanksgiving and Christmas over at our house. But any of the other holidays are like bonus holidays where if we get to spend them together, that's great. And if not, then that's okay too. My dad was invited over to someone else's house.
for Easter today. And in all honesty, I was very grateful for that to have happened because I didn't plan on putting forth the effort for an entire Easter dinner. And in my family growing up, doing something like going out to eat for a holiday or buying food to bring into the home for a holiday was was non-negotiable. It's not something that we ever did, and it's certainly not something that my dad would appreciate. So everybody's doing their own thing. The text messages keep rolling in. And I'm here recording this podcast. And in full transparency, my day has been great. After Clint left for work, I had a really hard workout. I played with the dogs for a little while. I was messaging back and forth to somebody that works on a team that I'm a part of. And I actually shot another podcast right before this one. Before I got on this, I created my list for the day of things that I know I have to get done. It's getting very windy outside, and I knew that if I didn't hop on and record these podcasts now, then I wasn't going to be able to do it until late tonight when Clint finally does come home. And being that I know that his love language is valued most by the time that we spend together, the last thing that I would want to have happen is for him to get home and for me to still be working. I'm a very detail-oriented person, so by me outlining my day and my goals and things that I know have to get done, I don't have any time to really be sad about the fact that Clint isn't here and I'm at home alone. And I know that as you sit there, it might be challenging for you if you yourself are facing this. It's taking me a long, to- a long time to get to the place where I'm at, to where I'm completely comfortable in being able to say that I can value and appreciate the solitude while everybody around me is doing their own thing on a holiday for me to sit down and use that as time carved out to be able to get things done to where I'm more caught up for the week to come. Maybe that sounds callous to you as you sit there. Maybe to some extent, you might feel bad for me. I wouldn't want anyone to feel bad for where I sit. Where I sit, I know that because my husband and I didn't get to spend the holiday together, that our alternative to that is going to be to go out to dinner one day this week. And if we don't find the time to go out to dinner, then we're going to be able to cook dinner together. We're going to do that because I know that the time that we're able to spend together on one of his days off is going to be just the same as it would have been if he were here, being that it's Easter. I know that we're going to spend extra time and attention on and with one another. I know that the effort that we put forth is going to be a little extra special, a little more momentous. And I know that making these changes and creating our own idea of the holiday is really going to allow us to still have the same essential time together that we would have if he was here today. 
And it's so important, in my opinion, to make sure that when you're feeling alone, that you're not falling into the loneliness. There's that song, I think it's by Kelly Clarkson, where she says, I'm not lonely when I'm alone. And I feel that way today. I don't feel sad. I don't feel discouraged. I'm not looking at my neighbor hiding Easter eggs, wishing that I was a part of something like that. Instead, it's really sparked some remembrance. Me not having my mom anymore on holidays like this, especially seeing something that was very comparable to what we did as kids, it just makes me that more appreciative for the time that I had and that I got to spend doing those things. And it challenges me to be more creative for the things that I can do in the week to come to make sure that my husband and I reconnect and we have that bond that's reignited when we do something as a family together surrounding a holiday. And as you sit there, maybe you're enjoying the day with your own family. Maybe you're hiding Easter eggs for your own kids. Maybe you're outside enjoying the beauty and the sunlight that's coming through from today. And if you're like me, maybe you're alone. Maybe a part of you wants to wallow in the sadness and feel the depression that can come with not getting to spend days like today with the person that you love the most. If that's the case, and if that's you, or if you find that that's you in the future, I would challenge you to take a step back and to work on something that will make the next time that you share with your loved one a little bit more special. And I've found that by reevaluating the fact that I know that our schedule doesn't fit into the structure of society's schedule, and by taking the extra time and extra effort to do something to still create those moments together and still have those traditions, then we're able to reconnect. And when you're able to reconnect and set aside the thoughts of other people, and really have the confidence and understanding that you can do things on your own and it doesn't make you a lonely person, then you're able to align your goals and your thoughts for the things that you need to get done. And when you finish all those things, then you're better able to spend quality time with the person or the people that mean the most. And when you're able to do that and you can restructure and recreate and reframe your idea of those special moments, and you understand that it doesn't have to necessarily be signified on a particular date for you, and you can celebrate those moments in the same fashion when you can reunite and be together again, then you really start to enjoy your tactical living.